0: Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar, a podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers, and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Here's your host, Kedar Nimkar.
1: Today, I have Nupur Date with me on Audio Gyan, a graduate from JJ Institute of Applied Arts. Uh, Nupur is a type designer and a calligrapher from Mumbai. She's a co-founder of Egg Type, a collaborative type design studio that focuses on designing contemporary Indian typefaces. Her work has won uh, D&AD Black and Blue Elephant at Curious Design Awards and has been featured in 365 Typo and in Typographia's favorite typeface of 2015 and 16. Nupur is an active member of Aksharaya, a non-profit that channelizes its collective efforts to document promote explore and create awareness about Indian scripts so uh, thank you Nupur for giving us your time and welcome to audio again
0: thank you Kedar for having me on audio yeah
1: uh, so yeah we'll be discussing today about uh, Indian typefaces uh, and uh, yeah I'll straight away get to the first question which is uh, you work with multiple uh, scripts at eight type. yeah Uh, So, can you tell us more about uh, multi-script type design in India and why is it important?
0: A multi-script country like ours offers an exciting and challenging opportunity for type designers. Multilinguality is actually unavoidable in India. Mm -hmm. It is a need rather than a choice. Mm. I'll give you two examples. Mm. When I went to Chennai, I was absolutely awed by the Tamil lettering that I saw. Mm. I clicked a lot of pictures for references. Mm. But since I am not a Tamil reader, I did not understand anything. Even in public places like bus stands, all the information was only in Tamil. Mm. On one hand, I loved the way regional script was given prominence. Mm. But on the other hand, it was a problem for a non-native like me. Mm. I'll give you another example. Mm. If you have noticed, printed safety instructions on domestic flights in India are available only in English and Hindi Mm. and in some cases in Braille. Mm. But what about other languages? And this includes basic safety instructions like life jackets under your seat. Mm-hmm. It's not that all the people who travel on flights understand either Hindi or English.
1: Correct.
0: Okay. I understand if this if one has to face this situation in another country. Mm-hmm. But why should it happen in your own country?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is a challenge not just for type designers, but for any communication designer to mm. communicate in multiple languages or multiple scripts mm. in India. Mm. See, the sheer variety of scripts that we have, it's a visual treat mm. for type designers. But at the same time, it's a challenge to unite these scripts under a common visual language. Mm. Uh, we would have to do this, for say, for the purpose of creating a multi-script type family mm. or to create a cohesive brand identity.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But does that mean, uh, like, there are... Visuals also to communicate what it is. But still there is a need for uh, a subtext to it.
0: Uh, Yes. So, symbols will definitely help in this case. Mm -hmm. But not all things can be communicated through symbols. Mm -hmm. Say for example, in case of signages, Mm -hmm. you will not have symbols for names of places.
1: So, uh, how many scripts do we have in general? In India? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, If you refer to Dr. Ganesh Devi's linguistic survey of India, there are 400 scripts. Mm. Out of these, the more widely used ones include Devanagari, Gujdati, Gurmukhi, Bangla, Odia, Tamil, Telugu, Kannada, Tibetan and Mete that have evolved from Brahmi. Then you have Urdu, Sindhi and Kashmiri that are based on Arabic. You also have Latin. In India, Latin is used not just for English and other European languages. But also for northeastern languages like Khasi and Garo. Apart from these, we also have scripts like Goldi, Gondi, Olchiki, Sileti, Sora Sompeng, and so on.
1: Wow, pray. <laughs> okay, sir. <sorry? laughs> these are like like four hundred scripts actually, eh? not just uh, languages or dialects. These are scripts.
0: So yes. Yeah, so if you ask me, hmm. if I ha- if I know all the four hundred, I'll say no. Hmm. At eggtype, we have designed typefaces for only 11 of these scripts.
1: Still So far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so how do you approach this multi-type des- uh, multi-script type design projects?
0: Even though most of our scripts follow the same writing system, hmm. they are visually distinctly different from each other. Hmm. Each script has its own quirks and nuances, script textures and standards. Hmm. It is important to respect the distinct identity of each script while designing a multilingual type family. So, while designing with multiple scripts, there is a constant danger that mm-hmm. the visual features of one script will dominate over the others. Mm-hmm. This can happen if one of the scripts is designed first and then the rest of the scripts are based on it or if the designer has insuffi- insufficient knowledge or understanding of the script that he or she is designing for. Mm-hmm. This is something that we are consciously trying to avoid at take. We try to match the visual features of various scripts without compromising on the individual script grammar and script traditions. It is important that each script appeals to its respective nati- native readers. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, a Kannada reader will not care if the Kannada typeface matches with the Devanagari or with the Latin, for that matter. Mm-hmm. It is un- it, What will concern him is if the Kannada is readable and legible.
1: But then there has to be some sort of family also, right? A sense of family also has to be there.
0: Yes. So, there are a lot of features that can be matched across scripts. Mm. And these will include, uh, you can match the weights, Mm. you can match the heights, you Mm. can match the modulation, Mm. uh, the contrast, the axis, uh, the joineries, Mm. and so on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it is still important to keep in mind the distinct individual identities of each script as well.
1: Interesting. So, our, like given the general context, our, like scripts are complex enough. So, uh, what are the current challenges that you face?
0: The challenge, I feel, is not really in the design, mm-hmm. but in the utilization of typefaces. So, let me ask you a question. Mm. Uh, can you type in Devanagari or mm. any other script, Indian script for that matter?
1: No. Unless, like... No, but it's phonetics and Google translates it for me. Right. Yeah.
0: So... See, this is another big challenge. Mm. You are one of the many designers, advertising professionals, and design students that I know Mm. who have absolutely no idea how to type in Indian languages. Mm. I'm a little annoyed by designers and students who claim to love typography, who appreciate and follow Indian type designers on social media, but who have absolutely no clue how to correctly use the fonts that are created by them. Mm -hmm. See, type... See, type design does not survive in isolation. Hmm. The typefaces are tools for designers, publishers, advertisers, and even laymen. Hmm. If I design a typeface and nobody uses it Hmm. correctly, Hmm. then what's the point? Correct. It is very important that type users play their part for type designers to flourish or for that matter, even survive. So, I feel this is a very big challenge. Hmm. You said that you type using Google Translate. Hmm. It works for you because you read and write in English. Correct. But it's not a solution for everyone. Hmm. Tell me, how is it logical to use Latin as a tool to type in Hindi? Are you saying that every Hindi speaker needs to know how to type in English for the words to appear in Hindi? Yeah. Isn't it absurd?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: This can be convenient for people who use Latin as their first script. Hmm. But what about the others?
1: Hmm. Correct, correct, correct.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So I think it's very important that this gap is bridged. Mm -hmm. Another problem is that standardization is not implemented in India. Mm -hmm. Indian scripts have had Unicode support from the 90s. But non-Unicode-based fonts are in use even today. Mm
1: -hmm. Why is that?
0: Because having just Unicode support is not enough. Mm -hmm. Softwares need to support OpenType, to display Indian scripts correctly. Mm -hmm. This support was not available until recently. It is still unavailable in some softwares. Mm -hmm. As a result, proprietary solutions like Lipi, Akruti, Indica, etc. cropped up. Mm -hmm. They provided a workaround that enabled non-unicode-based fonts to be used for printing and publishing in Indian scripts. Mm -hmm. In some ways, these solutions were good. They sustained the regional languages on the digital platform. Mm -hmm. But too many things went for a toss because of them. Mm. Text portability was an issue. Mm. It is still an issue. The users continue to use non-unicode based fonts. Mm. It's a funny situation, you see. Imagine that you are unable to eat eat through your mouth Mm. and a doctor inserts a tube through your nose to feed you. Mm -hmm. Now you have recovered and you...
1: And you still want to be like fed through your tube. Yes, and you still
0: want to be fed through your tube because Mm. you've paid for it. Mm. And you're used to it now and you don't want to let it go. Mm. But you miss the taste of the food completely. Mm. These proprietary solutions are like these tubes. Mm. Users still do not want to let go of them. I feel that the Indian type design industry is still recovering from the disaster that these long-term temporary solutions have caused.
1: Mm. It's quite ironic, long-term, but temporary solutions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, thirdly, the lack of available resources and documentation is another concern. Hmm. It's difficult to find authentic information. In most cases, it's not available online. Or even if it's available, it's inaccessible. And for a new learner to get resources related to Type design in Indian scripts hmm. is it's very limited.
1: Correct, correct. So
0: correct. I think this needs to improve as well. Yeah,
1: hopefully this audio can helps <laughs> uh, an aspiring uh, d- designer, type of type designer. Uh, you spoke about Unicode and OpenType. Uh, so how did the changing technology affect the design of Indian fonts?
0: Almost every technology that exists or has e- existed hmm. has was designed mainly for the Latin script hmm. and we have fitted our scripts onto it mm-hmm. this has greatly affected Indic type design in the past
1: hmm.
0: let's take the case of Devnagri. Hmm. the Nina fonts had more than 600 characters that were required to print Devnagri. okay uh, any good quality open type font today hmm. also has anywhere between 600 to 900 characters.
1: Okay. I mean, this included vowels and consonants, matras. Yes, yes.
0: This included vowels, consonants, matras, conjuncts, numerals, and punctuations. Hmm. In between, the mechanical composing drastically reduced this number to one hundred and sixty for the linotype machine, Hmm. and to two hundred and fifty-five for the monotype machine. Hmm. The typewriter further reduced this number to eighty-eight. Imagine a script that would ideally require six hundred characters was force fitted to adapt to the available technology of that time. Hmm. This was definitely a compromise. Earlier digital fonts also have suffered due to this.
1: Hmm.
0: I feel that it's important to understand the historical perspective as well.
1: Mm -hmm. But why do you feel that it is important uh, that people should know and study history of type design also? Because I can see a lot of uh, aspiring type designers on, on Instagram or Facebook trying Different Mm. options. So do they really need to know the history behind it? Yeah.
0: Many people have this misconception that type design or letter form design in India is a new phenomena. Mm. This is obviously not true. Typefaces have been designed in Indic scripts and in India for almost 400 years now. And we've had a tradition of handwritten manuscripts and stone inscriptions before that. Mm -hmm. See, our current visual understanding of letterforms is based on our exposure to existing letterforms. It would be foolish to disregard the influence of existing letterforms on lettering, calligraphy, or on upcoming typefaces. Mm. You cannot say that current type designers do not borrow or rely on history or or are in any way influenced by existing letterforms. I feel it is important to acknowledge these inspirations rather than claiming originality. There are there are too many unsung, unrecognized heroes in the field of Indic type design. Mm. It's quite sad that the original type designers are rarely noted, celebrated, or acknowledged in our country. So I feel it's, it's very important to study history.
1: Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh, Nupur, can you tell us uh, about 8-type and what do you guys do?
0: Yeah. 8-type is a collaborative foundry that we started in 2013. mm mm-hmm. We are a bunch of designers that work together on projects related to Indic-type design. We have too many scripts and to do justice to each one of them, it is important that multiple designers work together on projects. Mm-hmm. The projects that we have worked on so far include the Mukta multi-script family, the Balu family, Modak, Jaini and Gotu amongst
1: others. Mm-hmm. And uh, just for curiosity, what made you name these the way they are? Like Balu or... Modak, which is like a Indian delicacy. So what, what were the, yeah. just like quick thoughts?
0: Font naming is actually the hardest part of type design for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially in case of a multi-script project where multiple designers are involved, we just cannot arrive on one name that everybody agrees on. Mm. The Mukta family was earlier called Ek Mukta. It was the first typeface that we open sourced. Hmm. Hen- hence, Mukta meaning free or liberated. So,
1: oh, nice, s- nice. Uh-huh.
0: This was comparatively the easier one.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Balu is a fat, fun display typeface that we could not name for the longest time.
1: Hmm.
0: Luckily, Jungle Book came along.
1: Hmm. Jungle Book, the movie? Yes.
0: Okay. Jaini is a revival based on the calligraphy style found in Jain manuscripts. Hmm-hmm-hmm. Hence the name. Hmm. And as for Modak... The typeface has a certain softness and sweetness, like the actual modak, so...
1: And uh, can you tell us uh, about uh, Letterbox, what it is, what's... What, what What are you guys doing around that brand, that project?
0: Letterbox is actually a, a quick tea-time activity that we do at ApeType. type mm-hmm. We draw or sketch letters based on impromptu themes and put them in a letterbox. We actually have a physical one. Mm-hmm. See, type design projects take long to complete. In contrast to that, letterbox is a fun way to try new ideas and explore the various letter structures in, in the different scripts that we have. Mm-hmm, so, basically, it's just a fun activity that we have. We, we occasionally post things on Instagram as well.
1: Oh, nice. nice. I've been following it. Yeah, okay. So, Nupur, I would like to conclude with uh, one last question, which is... Uh, uh, which I spoke about in your introduction, Aksharaya. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell us uh, what it is and uh, what what is the project about?
0: Aksharaya is a non-profit organization. Mm-hmm. As you know, that there is a lack of awareness about calligraphy, lettering and typography in Indian scripts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Resources and educational material is not easily available. Mm-hmm. Through Aksharaya, we organize workshops, residential camps and speaker sessions called Aksha Samvad. We create installations and support conferences like Typography Day. We publish manuals and create tools for calligraphy in different Indian scripts. Okay. Basically, Aksharai is trying to bridge the gap by creating awareness about Indian scripts.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. And how has been the response overall for this uh, workshops and typography days and stuff?
0: The response has been very good. Mm-hmm. There are, many la- there are many organizations in India that focus on languages. Hmm. But there isn't an organization that focuses on scripts. And I feel that Akshara is one such organization.
1: Mm-hmm. One such or maybe, I think the only one. You,
0: I may you, not yeah. make that claim. <laughs> <but yeah.
1: laughs> Alright, I think this is a good note to end this. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of things to be spoken about and a uh, uh, lot of things need to be documented overall in the typography space, Uh, but I guess the GAN which you shared uh, needs to be first digested by me to come up with counter questions or know in depth about it. But uh, if people have to generally go through your fonts, which is free, open source and uh, available on Google also, um, and just to know what kind of fonts you have designed, people can go to achetype.in. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, Yes do visit (laughs) iktype.in Thank you Nupur once again for giving us your time and it was a pleasure talking to you
0: Thank you so much
1: Okay, that's it, thank you
0: And that's it from today's Gyan session Catch us on iTunes, Savan, Stitcher or any podcasting app you use Do rate us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram Stay tuned for more Gyan on audiogyan.com Till then, bye